This week's podcast is all about inflation. Welcome back to the Mortgages Money and More podcast. I'm Craig Skelton, Principal of the CS Financial Group, and this week's podcast is all about inflation. So who better to get onto the podcast than financial advisor, Jamie Benn, to help me talk about inflation. Welcome to the podcast, Jamie. How are you? Hi, Craig. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for having me back. How are you? Good. Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. And thank you for agreeing to come to the podcast and have a dealing with a hot topic, if I can say that, of yeah. inflation. So, yeah. Thank you for, like I say, agreeing to come to the podcast. I really wanted to just sort of get into inflation, getting back to basics a little bit about it, what's happening with it within the markets. Obviously, cost of living rises are in the news every single day with regards to the changes in the, the, the utilities, gas and electricity, particularly gas, what that's going to happen into the market later on in the year as well with changes of that. So everything's around the inflation. So... Yeah, just let's just have a chat about inflation and get back to basics on it first of all, Jim, if that's all right. So can you sort of explain what is inflation? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so inflation, you kind of touched upon it. It's it's about what it's costing us as a consumer, um, and whether that's that's rising or falling. So in the UK, uh, we use the consumer price index which is is something that the office of national statistics put together um and it's based on a basket of goods or services um and how much that costs us on a month-to-month basis so you know we've all seen at the moment things like your fuel or groceries or during lockdown hand sanitizer and wipes were all going up in um in value and therefore, inflation and our cost of living was was rising. And in a nutshell, that's that's what we're reviewing is is how much does it cost you from month to month to live and and, and survive? Right. So obviously, like I said, I, not something I talked about, but cost of fuel on the increase massively as well. Even with the the ease on the five p on the duty on the fuel, it's still rising at a considerable rate. So everything is going up from a when you talk about it like from a basket of goods kind of thing, you've got to be understanding that these sorts of things are going to impact on you. You want, I think the thing is with inflation, it's good because it gives you a measure because you don't seem to notice too much about a penny or 2p or 5p on a bottle of milk or something like that. Whereas if you see it as a percentage, it's just an easy gauge for you to, to get your head around really. You're right. You're right. And I think, Nobody's spending habits change for for a couple of pennies, do they, um, over the course of a year? If you've had milk on your cereal for the last 20 years of your life and you walk in and it's a penny penny more this month, you don't go, all right, well, I'll just eat it without, you know. You, you kind of accept it and you move on and you, you look at it and people leave this inflation and go, yeah, it's just inflation, cost is going up, and, and they just leave it at that. It's forgotten about, isn't it? So I think the the biggest part when it comes to your everyday spending is, it, although it seems small, these things increase dramatically over time. And I think where it's most noticed is things like house prices, where you speak to your, you know, your family members that that maybe have seen a few more housing markets rise and fall, um, and it, they've maybe bought their house thirty years ago. 
for a sum of money that you think, well, I get paid. I get paid more than that in a year. How have, how have you bought this, this massive house in London or in, in a beautiful York York Moors or Lakes or wherever it is? Um, and you just think, well, what on earth is this? And then you start to look back at the cost of living, the wages, everything else, and it starts to make a bit more sense as to where they've got those numbers from, doesn't it? It does, and I think that's the thing with it, is it does make, it's just easy to understand, isn't it, when you look at from that point of view. So what, obviously we now understand what actually inflation is and how it sort of worked it out, but then in terms of from a, a client's point of view, inflation, spending, obviously spending's going up, but how does that work with regards to your pension and investments and that sort of thing? So we call it your your real value of of, of savings, really. Um, or another way to put it is your spending power of your money. So if you keep cash in a bank account that we all know isn't really getting much of an interest rate, if it's getting anything at all, um, and you keep £10,000 to keep it simple in your bank account, in 20 years' time, instead of that buying you... Um, a nice you could probably get a car for that kind of money in 10 years time the standard of car that you could get would drop significantly and that's all down to inflation or the or the real value of your money and when we start to increase the figures that we're using in that from tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands or more you find that actually if you lose one percent of your real value of that money each year by the time you come to use that money there might not be as much there as you as you once thought. Despite the figure being the same, the spending power or real value isn't really there anymore. It's not it's not able to buy you what it once was able to. So the, is that like, so when I look at, obviously you can track things like your pension now, your investments in terms of portals, you can sort of simply see what's happening in terms of your return on your investment, whether that's going up and down. Obviously, the turmoil in the markets recently with the war in Ukraine and, yeah. and like I say, everything else that's going on, investments are, even in the most cautious investments in, in, in pots, it's then, it's still having sort of a little bit of fluctuation in there. So, but when, when I'm looking at my sort of pension pot, for example, and I'm looking at, and I track it every month, I get an email saying, have a look, like, this is where it's at now. Mm-hmm. Is it a good idea to, am I taking the, from what you're sort of saying there, am I taking what my pension is increasing by and making sure that's matching what the rate of inflation looked like as well? So if it's inflation, if so my return is 5%, as an example, that is just literally an example, but inflation is 4%, then I'm having a gain, I'm not worse off. Whereas if my return's down at 1% and inflation's at 4 my money is, even though it's a gain, I'm, I'm moving forward, I'm actually losing money because of the rate of inflation is, a, is is at that certain rate right now. Is that a good way of sort of good gauging and judging it? Yeah, couldn't put it better myself, Greg, to be honest. It is, um, it, I think the only thing I could possibly add to that is that the government target themselves at 2% inflation each year. So unless you're getting that as cash, which I want to know where you are getting it, if you are, um, unless you're getting that as an interest rate, if they meet their target, 
the value of your funds is is probably dropped by around two percent um if if you're in a, a cash-based fund exactly as you put it if we aim for using your example if you get a growth of five percent this year um on a pension pot that you've had we've we've had a net increase of around three percent and people don't often look at it that way when they're reviewing their own investments whether it's cash or investments or any type of pension that you've got out there they see that small increase but they don't account for the inflation and the biggest part of making sure your money's at least worth what it is today is making sure we beat that inflation um, that, that's assessed each year. I think that's a good point because like you said there, you will have, like at the moment, we're going through, inflation has never been as high for quite some time. So you've, you've got to be able to, you're not looking right this second for a greater return than inflation because like you say from a cash point of view you're not you're certainly not going to get it and, and mm -hmm. as you rightly say if you are then i'm sure you'd be interested to find out where you are getting that return on cash and we've talked about it on previous podcasts before where it's good to diversify with regards to your pension and your investment and looking at where it is invested to me and where and making sure that it's not all in cash obviously cash is secure but you're not going to get the return re return on that but i think from what you said there, Jamie, going back to it a few minutes ago, was that right now it's it's high, but the government's normal sort of target is 2%. So yeah. I think if you've got that in your head as a client that you need to be, if you've got, we'll use very simply, you've got £10, which obviously is just a basic figure. If you've got £10 invested and you're, you're in cash, you're just going to be that £10 next year will be worth less than £10. So in five years, it's going to be worth less than that. And then in 10 years and so on and so on. So then you're thinking, well, that £10 in 25 years will probably be worth, on the percentage weight, it's going to be worth quite a lot, substantially less than it was now. It's like we, we use examples all the time of have anything to do with what we're buying, what we spend, and look mm -hmm. at what you could buy 20 years ago for a certain amount. It's certainly not the price or the of what it is now so i think that's the thing is you've got people got to be aware that again so is good obviously but it's got to be making sure that you're in line with certainly better than inflation and certainly at the moment just be mindful that inflation is so high compared to what the normal sort of goal is from a a, a the government's point of view you're right yeah and and again, we've got we've touched upon these phrases before, but we've got a compound um, that happens year on year as well. So if you start to fall behind inflation, um, it, it can start to become quite difficult to catch back up again. Um, using your example, like you've said, in, in five years' time, to try and get back to your real value that you were when you when you initially got your cash um, is going to be quite a challenge and demand some some quite steep returns because we've got to catch up with the current year's inflation as well. And once it's compounded all its way up, what was maybe 2% in a, in a standard year could actually mean that you're looking for 4s and 5% to even match your inflation um, and, and catch up with. I suppose one other thing just to mention on, on that as well is the, um, the financial markets are different globally as well. So our inflation here can be completely different to any of the other countries that you you'd potentially look to diversify to. So you you may well find that if you were looking at an investment, 
something that today you could invest in and and was relatively cheap in the course of two or three years could become out of your reach because our inflation plus their inflation may end up that or, or even with exchange rates it may end up that we're, we find ourselves in a, a bit of a difficult situation to try and get anywhere close to the funds that you'd, you'd previously have access to uh, which is a, a great point in terms of, like, I have not thought about that before with regards to to that Jim. So it's a, it's a good point on there. Is there anything else on inflation that we've not talked about so far on the podcast? I think we've we've kind of discussed it here and there in the past. Um absolutely. I think I think it's it's certainly becoming to more active in people's minds at the moment um as you as you review it. But I think the points we've covered today about the the real value of funds and making sure that in the real world, our money has still got the same spending power is the absolute key thing to take away while in inflation's high. Um, and, and we look like for the first time in quite some time, we might be exceeding that, that 2% target. Yeah, definitely. And I think just one of the points that I'm not, and I wanted to talk about on the podcast just briefly was that from a, because I'm keen to track and making sure that my, and I, I do see it as long term, so I'm not panicking when I see the going backwards in a week or a month. I'm not sat there panicking because I do see the it's a long term thing with it. Whereas, but with with your clients, you're able to sort of sit down and visually show the clients in terms of the difference with regards to performance based on like a real like a comparison. So if they had X amount in cash, this is the rate, and you can sort of see the gradually the the, the funds analytics sort of showing how the increase on that or the decrease, obviously with in, inflation can be built into that as well, mm -hmm. diversifying and all those sort of things as well. So I think my point to it was, and it is to this, Jim, is that if you've got any questions or any concerns or you do, I think, again, you, you need to be speaking to your financial advisor. Your financial advisor should be giving you a report every year anyway. If they don't sit down with you and go through that report, then that's fine. That's the... The service level that you're at but they certainly mm -hmm. should be sending you a report every year so you can clearly see and then re so then you're reacting quicker rather than burying your head in the sand so if that's yeah that's probably another podcast as well in terms of burying your head in the sand so if you can sort of see that, that you're on track you get your report through you're on track happy days then you're on track if it's not on track then you just at least to review the report and think about could you do something differently to, to now when you go back to when you're talking about compound and stuff like that, it's better to react now. Obviously, not a knee-jerk reaction, but take a bit of a bit, but don't just bring your head in the sand for the next few years. Look mm -hmm. at what you need to do to change what you're doing to influence your goals, whether that's a case of like what you're putting into your, putting into your fund, where it's going, where it's invested, all those sorts of things. But the thing is, you have to sit down with someone like you to go through that. Yeah, you're right. And and I would say out of everything that we do, it's one of the more valuable things we can offer clients is is that insight on a year-on-year -year basis to, you know, we, we all meet up and we all have goals in life. And um, sometimes it's quite exciting to sit down with a financial advisor. It sounds surprising, but it can be to be able to go, this is where I want to be and come up with a plan and go, yeah, okay, I think we can do that. And, and this is the way that we're going to do it. But if we are also sitting down year on year and tracking that and seeing what's working well and whether we're close or whether we need to 
we need to um, be a bit more active in the way that we, we manage your funds or whatever it may be to make sure we reach those goals. On, a, on an annual basis, things change. And I don't think anybody could have seen these last few years, whether it's the Ukraine crisis, COVID, um, and, and obviously the after effects of both. It does yeah. show us the value in being able to sit down and go, okay, this is where the market is right now. How can we react best? And whether it's take slightly less risk for a short amount of time, slightly more risk, whichever it is, it keeps you in control of what's happening. And I suppose one of the best ways that you're ensuring your investments have the, the strongest opportunity to, to kind of navigate inflation is looking at things like global multi-asset portfolios that are all actively managed and that active management is doing exactly that. It's having a look at things on a very regular basis to make sure we're na navigating through inflation and trying to decrease the effects of that on a step-by-step -step basis. Excellent. Great point and well put, Jamie. So, And a great point to end on. So, Jamie, thanks again for your time. Come on to the podcast. Regular guest now. We're talking about the world of financial advice. So thanks very much for your time. Really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks again for having me, Craig. No problem. I mean, I'm sure you'll be back on the podcast soon talking about another hot topic with regards to the world of financial advice. Thanks very much, Jamie, and see you soon. Thanks, Craig. Take care.